0: to episode eight of enlivening musings here is Katie and myself and we are talking about running a business while momming <laughs> yes <laughs> all right well so we're both we're both entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and we both are moms and I feel like I don't know I mean I've been doing that for a long time have, have you been an entrepreneur the whole time or did you have no. just other jobs
1: yeah, I've, I, th- I have been trying to look at the exact date when I, like, officially started. I think it was in 2018. okay. Um, and I just kind of started s- slowly, and it's, you know, it's fun looking back on it now, seeing to where I'm at now. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And I never really identified as an entrepreneur at the time. <laughs> I was just so like, I don't know, I'm just going to do this thing, and... Um, yeah. But now I'm like fully in it. Yeah. And once you get in it, then it just like takes off and grows into this thing. And it's like, you can't stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. get more ideas and it starts to have, be more fun and creative and yeah,
0: so exciting. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. I love it. Um, so myself, I was doing body work when I got pregnant with my oldest and I thought that I would be able to just jump right back in To working Mm -hmm. postpartum because I knew nothing about postpartum (laughs) and if you didn't listen to our postpartum part one and part two I recommend checking them out but um I, I you know I only had to work a few hours a day to make my ends meet and to serve who I was serving and be able to Just do what I do that I really thought that that was a possibility. I thought, Mm -hmm. you know, my kid can be in daycare or have a babysitter for like four hours, and that's such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so easy. And then everything changed, (laughs) (laughs) you know. So I was a solo parent, and I I don't know. First of all, so many things changed. Like breastfeeding was different. I didn't expect that to be what it was. Mm -hmm. And then she wouldn't take a bottle. Mm -hmm. I had one do that. Actually two, (laughs) but yes. And so that became a whole thing where I was just like, well, how am I supposed to leave you with anybody? Mm hmm. Like, this is not going to work out. (laughs) Yeah. So I ended up going back to school and doing online school for, so I took a break, I guess is my point. I took a break so that I could be at home that first hmm, year and a half, almost two years with my first. But then with my second and my third, I went back to work still probably about a year. That's awesome. Um, my third was the soonest. I think she was like nine, 10 months. Mm-hmm. But like that, I, you know, so, I mean, there's no real structure to where this whole conversation's going to go. But I think it's kind of interesting to start there, like to start at that really young age where, you know, you don't know, especially if it's your first, you don't know what is going to feel really good for you. hmm and things that you thought might feel really good might totally change.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because some people, they're ready to, I mean, we're kind of like transitioning into just like back to work stuff, but some people are ready to go back right away. Um, It depends on the person. I think it depends on like your profession. Um, I think I was the same way with like my first one, I didn't really have a choice. Like I had to go back to work financially to just get back to work. And then with my second, then I was able to take a little bit more time. And then with my third, a little bit more time. And then the pandemic happened. So I actually got a whole lot of time. (laughs) But you know, this, this does kind of tie into balancing it all because um, even the other day I was talking to somebody, you know, just like hadn't seen for a while and talking about how I transitioned through that time. And it's like, I ended up staying home and they're like, oh, how nice. And like, well, yeah, but it was actually it was super stressful too because I had just went full time into my own practice, and I remember many times just crying to friends or yeah. family and thinking, everything I worked for, is it going to be gone? Are people going to wait to come see me? Um, who am I if yeah. I'm not oh, man. if I'm not doing this work? And it was I mean, Crystal, I was part of a group of yours and I mean that group really supported me through that because I had moments where I just became like nothing in me and I felt like I just had some really Mm. cool experience of kind of almost like going like looking back now it was like I was going back into my childhood Mm. and I literally that day had left my house and went out to my parents house they weren't even home and it was the day of our class and I, like, walked around outside and kind of, like, did kind of some strange things I did when I was a kid. And I, like, went and laid down in their room and took a nap. And it was just, like, this is such a crazy story. <laughs> i love I'm it. telling. I love it. And then we got on the Zoom meeting. And, Crystal, you're even, like, oh, you can't even look like a little kid. Because I was, like, wearing overalls and, like, a yeah. pink shirt. And it was just, and I had this moment of, like, I just wanted to be a kid again and be home. And, Wow, it was a wild experience, but it it was, yeah, it was a big growth time of me to really figure out how I was going to do life, basically, and what mattered, and that's come up a lot for me this year with just little different things happening, Um, because it is a lot, whether you're an entrepreneur or just working, trying to balance it all, Um, and you kind of need those moments almost from the outside to be like, what
0: is really important? Right, well, I think that's huge in multiple facets, what's really important, what's really important for you as a person and what's really important for your family and mm-hmm. what's really important for and on and on, right? So like, yeah. there's all these layers of like the importance. And so be, everybody's gonna hear me and probably Katie say this a million <laughs> times, but you always have to go inside yeah, and like listen to like yourself. And, like, what is the priority, you know? Is it really being able to do this work stuff right now? Or is it mm-hmm. to tend to yourself? And just that whole story you shared, I feel like, is a perfect example of how important it is for us to do things for ourselves that are outside of any of our roles, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah, that gets lost easily, Yeah, totally. So easily. (laughs) It's like, here's my to do list. (laughs) And, you know, I, I do talk a lot about priorities in the sense of, I feel like it's a, it's a guidance for us, almost like a little compass saying, what am I to do today in this moment right now? And so it's like, what is the priority right now? And sometimes it really is a work thing or it's a house maintenance thing, or it's taking care of myself, or it's one of my kids. And so I do think there's a lot for that. But I also think that when I say priorities and that people think of things like their to-do list, Mm -hmm. and when I'm saying it, it's really about like inside and feeling and looking at your whole situation to then know what is the priority right now in this moment. And I think that a lot of working moms will struggle as they're trying to find their own harmony and balance with feeling um, like frustrated or agitated or things like that when they can't tune into that because they're being pulled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's pulling at you. Like Mm -hmm. we have our energy and when we have these different tasks and kids and things, they all pull on our energy and we can feel it whether we're conscious of it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so um, I'm there. My takeaway for all of you, <laughs> take it or leave it, is that like if you're in that place, to definitely... Ask yourself, what do I need right now? Because that's a key indicator that like that is a moment when you need something, Mm -hmm. you know, for you and everything else has to pause. Mm -hmm. Which is hard. I feel like
1: it's hard for me, but I'm proud of myself because I'm learning to do that more and more. But it's not easy if you're not used to it. And if you weren't maybe taught that as a child or just like in the world we live in, it's just... It's just not a, a, it's not a thing that a lot of people think to do. Like, it's okay to take time for myself to just take care of me. Yeah. I mean, self-care is kind of the thing, but we've discussed how that gets kind of muddy into its <laughs> own thing. But sometimes it is just like I need to go, like, sit down outside and, like, drink some lemonade and just feel my body soften. Like, I always think when you say some of that stuff is, like, find your priorities, and I what I like to do is, like, how does my body feel when I think that thought? What, are, like, physically, what's going on? Like, the other day, even when I was getting a cavity refilled at the dentist, I realized I was like totally tensing and like almost like lifting myself off the chair. <laughs> and then I just like let myself sink in and I was like, oh, that's cool. And like the other day, the same thing. I was thinking about something and then I, thought about like something good for myself and I felt my body soften I know what it was I was kind of like judging some of my emotions I was having and instead of like just going down that cycle of judgment I just thought um I love that part of me like I just started talking to her like it's okay like you get frustrated and like a little crazy sometimes um but we still love that part of you and I felt my body physically soften And it was really cool.
0: Yeah. Because that's what the tension wants, right? Like it's talking to you and telling you something. Yeah. And a lot of times it just needs attention and or wants to be loved. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned the cavity story (laughs) because my daughter had to have a couple cavities done and That is exactly what I was telling her. I'm just like, remember it's just energy and instead Mm -hmm. of like tensing up and resistance, you want to breathe and try mm-hmm. to soften into it same as like giving birth right yeah. it's like all that resistance and tension it doesn't let the baby just slide out yeah yeah <laughs> so let the energy move through you and soften mm-hmm. it's so beautiful yeah another thing you said reminded me of um you know i just had my fall in love with you thing mm-hmm. just not too long ago here and um, that was a common thread was doing anything for ourselves is considered selfish. And I love sharing with people how when I was 21, I had this psychology teacher who was just amazing and reminded me and woke that part of me up about how selfish, like the word itself got uh, like really yucky in the world because... We have to be selfish. We have to put our air mask on first. We have mm-hmm. to take care of ourselves. It's directing things to ourselves before we care for others. It's filling our own plate before all of that. And so, like, it doesn't mean that there's not times for selflessness, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we can't live from a place of selflessness. Yeah, that's called burnout. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's so true. Like even tying back into motherhood <laughs> today, I, we got home from an appointment and I was really hungry and I knew that my baby would want to nurse and take a nap. And I was like, I have to eat first because, and drink some water. Otherwise yep. I'm going to be like even more crazy feeling.
0: Right, And
1: part of me kind of felt a little bad because I took time to quick heat something up and eat before I started making food for my kids, but they were fine. Yeah. And I knew I needed to really like nourish myself first. Yep. I could nourish them so that's yeah. something I probably I don't know if I maybe I w- would have done that in the past but I would have like not had the same experience and thinking about it as this is it, it's okay to do that
0: right and sometimes I
1: do feed them first and then absolutely later,
0: but <laughs> and that's that's then that it, to me it could be that priorities like what is the priority do I need to be fed first right now because <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mind and then that makes me be better yeah or you know am i chill so i can feed them first and they're the priority right now yeah. you know and i loved how you mentioned feeling it in your body cuz that is the key to yeah. like feeling on that and knowing what is what and what is going on Mm-hmm. mm yeah okay so other fun topics (laughs) did we even talk about the balance of being a mom we're working on it we're working on it (laughs) we're getting there we're getting there so (laughs) so that's one thing we did you know like this was our first topic point for everybody is time for yourself beyond your work and really listening to that and then i think and and a little bit about priorities but that ties in differently to like when we keep talking about that like one thing that I had written down in my little notes is the fact that when I'm working more, a lot of times my house is not the priority Mm -hmm. and my house gets messy and that'll, that'll bleed into our next episode that we're going to have for everybody on judgment. (laughs) Um, But, you know, being really gentle with yourself as you're navigating your own balance is super, super important and then another fun topic point that we have is just childcare. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like for everyone? Yeah. I know when I just added one
1: more day a week to my schedule, my house felt like I, it's just like I can't keep up anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just that one more day. And I have to, like, that used to really bother me, and sometimes it still does. But, like, today I just kind of walked through and I just laughed because, I'm like, this is just the phase of life we're in with young kids. And it's just how it is and probably everyone's house is like this and if not like that's great too congratulations
0: right (laughs) well that's something where I just see it so much if you have if you're either a solo parent or you are two working parents Mm -hmm. that and then one of you could be either just working out of the home or you are an entrepreneur that type of stuff I mean it just happens like when I'm in the middle of a launch <laughs> of some sort I'm working more you know mm-hmm. I'm not just doing my regular bodywork clients so when you're saying that like taking another day on you know whether it's short term or long term if it's long term you find your new balance yeah. usually you know but if if it's short term and now you know you're doing this and that and the other then it becomes crazy and my partner he's an entrepreneur too so like he'll take on another project. <laughs> and so if we both have these new projects going on, it's like, yeah. who's doing the dishes? <laughs> you know, if the 11-year-old does it, great. And if she doesn't, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, still need a dishwasher. But anyway, you know, it's like that's, that is to be expected and to not, like, for me anyway I try not to dampen my children's expression and play so there are times when it's like okay no this whole area you've got to clean it up Mm -hmm. (laughs) before you can even consider doing an art project Mm -hmm. and other times it's just like part of the flow it's like yep we're Mm -hmm. in this land of chaos right now and we're just gonna do it and move on and whatever um oh gosh you said something else Oh, I was just going to tie that into childcare. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it is nice. There are times when people feel really good about that and you have a really phenomenal child care provider or you have flexibility mm-hmm. in your like drop off times and hours and things. And so that can really be a lifesaver, you know, mm-hmm. in certain situations. And then also... I know for me, that wasn't really much of an option for me until a certain point, you know? Mm -hmm. I had this certain point where now it was an option. I found exactly the right person. Mm -hmm. First she was coming into my home and then she opened up her own daycare and it just was like perfect, you know? And then COVID happened, so then that (laughs) ended all of it. And now my partner and I just really navigate our schedules and we work opposite one another um but then that of course you can pull that into yeah that's what I say (laughs) being able to have intimacy with your partner and have that time so like you know just really depends so to me the biggest thing is again feeling into you and seeing what are all of your options And like Mm -hmm. stepping into that creative place, you know, do you have a daycare provider? Do you have a solo person? Do you need a nanny? Do you want this? Do you want that? And like really feel on all of those and see what is the right fit for you. And, you know, do those hours, are they just when you're at work? Do they extend an hour Mm. so you get some of that self time or so you could clean the house or, you know, just really feel on what works for you that
1: is what is a huge thing for me of I think it kind of tied back to when I had my first daughter like her going back she started daycare when she was about like six and a half weeks old maybe seven and I mean I still like actually I feel like me maybe healed that when you were my postpartum do because yes. now what I want to say like it still makes me feel sad but I'm like actually I don't feel that way more now that I say it but it was really hard and I missed her like crazy always like anytime I got a free minute I would like sneak away from work and like I remember trying to like drive across town Nicole to like nurse her for a little bit and it was just it's just kind of heartbreaking now I almost see it as like a third-person experience yeah. when I look back so I had a lot of issues around that um, and so when I was working part-time after I had my second daughter I just always felt like I could never bring her to daycare if I wasn't working specifically. Yeah. And that kind of tied over even with my other little one. And, and then seeing my husband be able to be like, yeah, let's just send him to daycare full time, even if we're not working. And I was like, no, like how (laughs) could I possibly take time for myself when they're at daycare? Like that just felt so much guilt and just so many things. And then I don't know what changed. I just, something changed and I realized it was okay. And I started using just a drop-off daycare a little bit. Um, and it was awesome. Like (laughs) they loved going. I could go to like see my acupuncturist or just take a little time to do something without two kids along. And it was life changing.
0: Yeah. And
1: then to get a consistent daycare, it's awesome and she same thing has the flexibility to take them an extra day and i still feel a little weird about it Mm -hmm. but i'm going to probably do it next week because i have a couple appointments and i just need to get some things done and like some housework and yeah but you can just feel in my body the tension just talking about it so yeah that just ties into um just kind of like setting up separate times which I've been trying to do, instead of answering a text or an email like right away and feeling like I need to get back to people immediately, is it's okay if I don't respond to texts and emails on the weekends. Sometimes Mm. I do, um, and it's still a learning curve for me because there's been a few times where I've responded to a text and then maybe they wanted to cancel and I forgot to take them off the schedule and then I go to look at it and I'm like, oops, I've been doing that more (laughs) recently, but I've just been getting really busy. Um, But I've just really tried to, what has really helped me is when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids and I'm mom. And when I'm at work, I'm at work. And just trying trying to separate it. Like we've said, there's always this overlap, but for me, just trying to have a little bit of separation was helpful. And same thing with housework. I just saw someone mention it and I really liked it. It was like in the mornings, she said something like, I just go do fun stuff with my kids. And then in the afternoon, like when they're maybe having a quiet time, I'll maybe catch up on some work stuff. And then um, I don't do housework until the afternoon. And I, I like that because otherwise, The other thing with housework is if you're home, the house is way messier because you're home in it all day. That's how I am. You know, and I could be cleaning up all day long. And does that make me a good, happy mother? No. Right. And again, it's frustrating sometimes. I saw somebody talk about, oh, like having a messy house can be hard for people because it's like it doesn't reflect your values and it makes you feel like it's one more thing when you're already a busy parent. Um, But if people are posting about it, you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right yeah so that those little things have been helpful for me take the pressure off myself um take some time to just really like be with my kids when I'm with them otherwise if I'm trying to do stuff and they're around I just get annoyed and then I feel bad later
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just
1: and sometimes it is and sometimes they're pulling on me as I'm answering a text or something or an email but um it's just a learning process. That's what life's about, right? It's just always refiguring out how you want to live your life and harmonize it all.
0: Right. And I think that that is like a really important point, especially for those who are running their own business. And I think it's also an evolutional thing with running your business. You know, it's not in the beginning. It's almost like you're always working. Yeah. You know, because you, you don't have those, oh, I only answer my emails at this time. And there are people, mm-hmm. oh gosh, I had somebody messaging me a while ago and I'm just like, I only respond to my emails on Monday <laughs> or something, you know. It was That's not the whole picture, but it was just one of those things where that is definitely something I've seen other entrepreneurs do where they only answer their emails on Mondays and Wednesdays or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And that's just their boundary and it works. And then they Mm -hmm. sit down. And the thing for me that's been great with that is actually like scheduling certain things out and putting that in my calendar. Yes. Like now is the time that I'm going to write emails. Now is the time that I'm Mm -hmm. going to create my FAQ page or whatever it is, fill in the blank. I'm just making things up right now. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it has been, it's saved me time. Yeah. You know, and then you are like not just, and I'm momming here and I'm entrepreneur here and I'm doing all of that where I feel like for the moms who are just working, then it's a reminder to reset. You know, when you get home, you can reset and like you're stepping into this other you, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of. You know, I've seen that a lot too when we talk about like sensuality and stuff. Like yes. if you're just in go-go masculine energy, which has nothing to do with male or female, um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then you get home and you've been in that energy the whole time because you're this entrepreneur and you're go-go-go, to then be very receptive and in your other energy to create that polarity... With the partner, yes. it I takes was just time. thinking about
1: this last night because <laughs> I've heard people talk about it, and I was just had this thought last night, so it's cool that you're saying that. Yeah. Of how to balance. They called it, they termed it the alpha and omega energy, which mm. is cool, right, because it yeah. takes away the masculine and yeah. feminine, which confuses people. Right. Uh-huh. And they talked about, I think they have a book about it, how they like interplay with each other, and if they both get too like, mushy omega, like netflix eating junk food too much it's like ugh. and yeah. if they're both too alpha and like she's coming in from her like power job he, her partner knows how to like work with her and yeah. like kind of play this game and get her back into the omega and I was like ooh that's so cool and it's, it's probably me thinking about what we we're going to talk about today and it's like your work too is how yeah. to switch back and forth and make it play and like have it be part of your relationship. And I feel like this is going to be a cool discussion to have with my husband <laughs> later. Yes. It's like how if he sees me being that way because I am completely all fire, blah, 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 in every single type of teaching, that's me. Yeah. And so I need someone to remind me like, hey, or nudge me to maybe become a little bit into that softer Omega. Yes, I'm <laughs> writing it down. This
0: is totally going to be an entire episode. Yeah, I we love should it. delve into this more I because it. I think it's really fun to talk about. And the
1: slowing down part, we'll yes, talk about yes, that in another yes. episode. Because cool. that is a really cool, easy trick you can use. I love it. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope anybody who's juggling... <laughs> motherhood and working took something away from this and of course you're welcome to dm us on instagram enlivening musings and you know send us a message and tell us what your takeaways are it's fun for us and it tells us that you're integrating what we're Mm -hmm. saying it's really really helpful and for you it helps you claim it and make it yours so yeah i dig that too and of course if there's anything you want to hear yeah chatter about muse around yes let us know Cool. Well, enjoy your day. Bye.